And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Seven fifty-five is real with David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty. Welcome to Seven Fifty-Five is Real, presented by Tops. Check out Tops Project Seventy, celebrating seventy years of Tops baseball cards. I'm David O'Brien, Braves writer with the Athletic. With my co-host, as usual, Eric O'Flaherty, former Braves reliever. What's up, Eric? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. We got a special guest today. Two former relievers in that. Well, not a former reliever. Sorry about that, Luke. <laughs> Very active reliever. Two, 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 two relievers. Well. <laughs> two relievers <laughs> in the house. We've got Luke Jackson, who has been the uh, the best, most consistent reliever for the Braves this season. Welcome back, man. Good to have you again. Good to be on here. Let me let me ask you uh, right off the bat. Couple of since you guys are both, maybe you've been in these this position or, or not. Have you uh, either of you ever hit a guy in the face with a pitch? I don't uh, think I did. No, yeah, I don't think so. I think I hit a guy in a helmet. Maybe a couple guys in the helmet. Yeah, a couple yeah. hit shots, but face yeah. is kind of hard to get. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's like a, a rare, rare, rare occurrence. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. What were you thinking watching the game the other day? If you were watching it live, Eric, uh, I know Luke, you were. And then when you see the monitor, maybe you see up close the consternation. That, you know the 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 worry in uh, Jacob Webb. You know, he's still a pretty young guy as far as experience goes. When you hit a guy in the face and there's blood gushing from Pilar's nose, you know, and uh, you got to immediately think, Jesus, did I kill the guy? I mean, what what? What do you do? How do you feel for both of those guys? You got to feel terrible for them in that moment, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I was watching it. And I don't know if I, it would have bothered me much, and I, and I hate saying that, but um, I would always just be so focused on the game. You know, you kind of just be trying to do your job. You're bummed about because he gave up a run on that. But I mean, I, I always appreciate the guys that you do see that in that empathy. You know, from Webb, you could tell he was torn up about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I'm a. You're gonna feel something for the for the for the hitters for sure. You know, there's always that. The three things you can do is you can hit, you can swing, you can take, and you can duck. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, a guy like Webb throws a lot of strikes. Guys are leaning out of the ball. He's got a really good changeup. You know, I mean, you have a guy like me. You could let a heater go over your head at any point during the at bat. That kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you have a little bit of there's something in there for a hitter that they can turn their head or they know they know something something's up. And the fact that you see a ball hit a guy in the face like that, uh-huh. I mean, he was definitely torn up. But Bub's Bub's a tough guy, and it, and it, once you see the guy get up and he's all right and walk off right. on his own, it kind of gives right. you the okay, we're in the clear, we're good. Back to pitching. 
it seems like when there's blood and when there's a lot of blood involved, especially it, it makes it, there's a difference. It's cause guys kind of look horrified, you know, cause they're not used to yeah. seeing that blood gush from somebody's face and you know, his face is already mangled. You can see the blood already on his face. Like when Hayward went down that time, there was a lot of blood if I remember correctly. Well, you knew it was bad too. Cause they didn't even show the replay. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they just, I'm, you couldn't tell where it got him at first. And then when his, his head was down and there's just blood pouring out of his nose, it was like, this one could be bad. Yeah. You're always hoping, you're always hoping that, uh, I mean the blood, the blood thing I, we assumed cause we couldn't really see it either from the bullpen and they didn't right. the only view we get nowadays is, uh, the overhead. You can't watch anything else. Oh, you can't oh, watch it live anymore. Dude. E, the bullpen is, ah. Oh my Lord. I forgot yeah. about that. Can't see anything rules. anymore. You can't watch the game. Yeah. Oh, so you used to have three bad. different feeds. Exactly. Watching something, something, and something. You're watching aerial view, one channel allowed on the TV, the whole game, 160 oh, in the air. That's brutal. For absolute terrible, terribleness. That's the worst part right now. One day I hope that gets changed back. There's not even like, you can't do like a 30 second delay. Pitched. Yeah, it used to be. It used to be one feed was instant, and then one yep. feed was like a six second delay, and then you'd put another team in your division on or something down there. But that sucks. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that, that's all in the aftermath of the cheating scandal, right? Yeah, it's all over Houston. Yeah, it's the Houston stuff. Fucking Astros, man. <laughs> They've ruined the game, the Astros. <laughs> Wow, yeah, I didn't even think about that because I know you guys uh, in the bullpen were able to watch the game and all that and kind of stay attuned. It's got to be rough when all you can see is overhead. Yeah, so you're watching the game from outside. You can't away, and then, uh huh, you know, whatever you can take from an overhead view, which is about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I saw, I noticed last night, Rich Hill. 41 years old. He's 3-1 and one with a 3-8-90 ERA, nine starts with the Rays. Has 45 strikeouts and 44 innings. But the thing I noticed, four May starts. This guy's got a 0.42 ERA and a 114 opponent's batting average, 415 opponent's OPS. He's allowed one run in 21 innings this month on a solo homer. 41 years old. He's about to start throwing balls against the wall again. God, man. No, I'm not. Write that guy off. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's Eric, your how old are you? 36. Wow. I think about it every time I, I go play catch or something and it feels good, but it's not day one. It's like piling it all up. And yeah. It's like anytime yeah. I try to do anything athletic now, I remember why I'm on the couch <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had not realized that Charlie was older than you, Eric. I thought you were a year older than that. You're too older than that. So Charlie Morton's older than you. Yeah, he I think, 97. Yeah, yeah that's what some I was going to ask. Some guys, like, that's that's what I think when I look at Freddie, too. Like, he's going to be one of those guys that can move into his late late 100%. 30s. But there's some guys that, I mean, everybody's got a different clock on him. My body just started. I couldn't even play catch the last three years of my career and enjoy it. You know, I mean, your body, yeah. everybody's body just kind of ages different. Yeah, we've talked about Freddie, man. It's like career bullpen guys. I think a different animal, unless you're like some sidearm, sidearm something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think it's easier as a starter for sure because you get a lot of recovery. But yeah, when you're throwing 75 games a year and warming up in another 40, it's kind of like you're speeding up the clock a little bit. 
Yeah, Darren O'Day, Darren O'Day is like a glaring exception, man. As a guy, he's got that sidearm that, that we're yeah, talking yeah. about. Those yeah. like play softball. Yeah, <laughs> and, and missed a couple of years too. Yeah, but there are not many. You're right, in the, even in their mid 30s in the bullpen, I can't think of hardly any right now. There Especially when you're not gonna you're not gonna get a job in the bullpen. Yeah, specialist knocked out quite a few too. Who? Taking out the specialists knocked out quite a few guys too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There were a few of those uh, lefties pushing forty. I mean, you, had, you had what's his name just recently? Yeah. Uh, Oliver Cleveland guy. Yeah. Oliver, and then the Oliver Perez wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Luke. Consi- uh, mentioning Charlie. Uh, he has a four six zero ER nine starts. Not what he wants it to be. But lately, we've really seen, I think, Charlie, especially this week against the Mets, six innings, one run ball, two hits, no walks, eight strikeouts. Um, as Watching him, you've, you've got a chance to see him since spring training. Are you impressed with the, like the fact that you said mid-upper 90s? And that spin rate is outrageous still. Yeah, the guy is – he's going to hit a stride here. And you can – yeah, we thought from you know every after a rough one after he just like you know gives up one homer or something like yeah. that. You're like, you know, he's so close to just turning it and becoming mm-hmm. absolutely dominant. Like you just see his stuff. His stuff is absurd. Uh huh. And you know, you know, like I mean, the guy's been a freak for the past five years. Like late in his career, he's just getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't recall anybody with a career arc like he has had. No, yeah. literally. I don't know if you could have it in today's game yeah. either. You know, I mean, I don't know if he'd get those opportunities as you age, like right. You know, you would five or six years ago, right? That, that contract he got with the Astros, he wouldn't even get now at that age. Yeah, That's well, I think a lot harder. of it too is yeah, he's he's still he's throwing harder. His spin rate is more elite than every twenty year old in the game. Yeah, you yeah. know, like what, like. <laughs> We we yeah. sit there and watch it because we only we do get iPad rewinds. You can watch the inning before an iPad in the bullpen, uh-huh. and it shows you like pitch metrics on it. Uh huh. And you watch his game, and it's better than every person that comes in the game, like <laughs> on the pitch measure. Like the, every reliever, every everyone is the best guy through that day, and That's he's that. you know sixty four. <laughs> I, know, I know I was amazed by this. I had, I was looking at baseball savant uh, the other day and I, I swear I had to hit refresh like four times to make sure I was doing it right because I was doing spin rate. I was, you yeah. know, the sortable stats and I was doing spin rate, just ranking the pitches in the game. Oh, Charlie. And I was like, something's wrong here. This is not, it's not reading what I want it to read. And then I realized, <laughs> no, it was right. Charlie yeah. had the start two starts ago. He had like, the top 35 or more pitches in spin rate in the game. That's all the pitchers in the game, starters, relievers, like you just yep. said. Yeah, Luke. it's unreal. And then, and then this week against the Mets, there was like one, uh, the one reliever for the Mets had one pitch in there that broke it up. But otherwise, it was Charlie, top like 35. And he said he made an adjustment uh, working with Cranny in the, in the, uh, between starts. His spin rate was higher in this than 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 the previous starts. He had four pitches over thirty two hundred with RPMs. Jeez. Which, if people aren't familiar, that's that's crazy, man. That's that that's, that's like elite. throwing a fastball one hundred two. You know, I mean, as far yeah. as spin rate, goes, it really, yeah, no, that's actually a really good. That's a really good explanation. Of that. 
I mean, you've got a hell of a nice spin rate yourself, right, on your slider. No, where, I, I, I kind of throw a gyro slider, so no. I got I throw you. It weird. I got you. Yeah, but guys who really torque, like, torque on the ball, you're talking like, you know, the Trevor Bowers of the game and people like that, he's he's there higher, you know? Uh-huh. And he's in uh, – he just and naturally he, can do it, like the and, way yeah. he can just. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't you, get it. I don't know. I get it. Yeah, Charlie didn't even go to drive line and have him shape his pitches either. <laughs> exactly. He's just one of those guys who is naturally super gifted. He's I guess he, dude, he didn't he? start. He didn't. Oh, he's brilliant. He didn't start like that. I guess. He, I, I don't know much right. about his whole career. I know he like revamped himself multiple times, but. Dude, it took him a decade to find himself. He's always had the arm, though. Like even yeah. even yeah, when he was I've struggling, I I remember his my first year with Atlanta was his last, and I watched him warm up like <laughs> top prospect. Yeah, this is Roy Holiday oh, right here. Is. But but he kind of that spring we were we were together that spring, and he was watching Roy Holiday's mechanics on slow mo on repeat for an hour a day. Like in the video room, you knew where you'd find Charlie just watching Roy Holiday. And he kind of just modeled his whole delivery after that. And I mean, that's another thing in itself to just be able to take on a Hall of Famer's delivery and just do it yourself. But they that showed his, special. they showed it like two years later and when he was with Philly and it was like mm-hmm. the exact same mechanics. Yeah, they put them side by side on the split screen. I used to try to do that with Jordan Walden. <laughs> I tried to do that jump throw, it <laughs> come out even slower. <laughs> Those curveballs he was throwing a couple of nights ago. Jesus, Luke, those he was he was just dropping them in for strikes. It's not like they could even spit on him, you know, because he was throwing yeah. them for strikes. Yeah, he would literally get them to thirty three hundred. I, I haven't seen pitches <laughs> like there. I don't know. It's, he's, a, he's a beauty. That's, man. That, that that honestly, what you're saying right there, though, that like he looked like a different breed. It's because you know he looked like he was, he landed his off speed. It's that pitch that what he's known for. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh, uh, He's an easy one to pull for. You talk to him, and he's oh, like, he's a genuine guy, genuinely good dude. Fantastic. Doesn't fake it. It's all natural. Yeah. Yeah. Really cares. Really cares about everybody. His teammates, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. Well, pulling for him. Hopefully, uh, he keeps that going. Because like you said, I mean, if he keeps pitching like that, he can have a – he's got three quarters of the season left to have a huge season still. 100%. I mean, just sure. – one month, you know, of starts. Yeah. He's, he sure doesn't look done. He sure doesn't look like this will be his last season to me, not unless he gets hurt. I mean. Absolutely not. <laughs> he's too good, man. You can't walk out with that <laughs> spin rate and that velocity. Um, So, let me ask you. you oh, 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 Albert Pujols. Second oldest guy to hit his first homer for the Dodgers. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Uh, Ricky Henderson did it at 44. <laughs> <laughs> but Pujols, opposite field. What are you expecting from him, Eric? We talked about it. I mean, it's going to be isolated, I guess, when he can pit. Once they get healthy, I don't know how they're going to find playing time for him, but I guess if he hits bombs, they'll find playing time for him. Well, at least get more at-bats in the National League. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're sitting on the bench in the American League, you might not hit for three or four days, but mm-hmm. that pitcher spot coming up, they'll find at-bats for him. Luke, did you ever face him? I have. He was actually my debut. Was he? Uh, um, I, I I proceeded to walk Trout on four pitches, not even close to the zone. <laughs> uh, and then I actually got Albert Pujols fly out to right, and then so that was your first out. The, 
Yeah, my first out was with Albert Pujols. Yeah, then I gave up two run double to CJ Crone, and I was pulled out of the game. <laughs> what wow. a debut! Yeah, that's a good. De- yeah, you know, just a rich typical de- typical debut right there. Uh, Your debut, you've got Mike Trout and Albert Pujols Albert coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the greatest current player and maybe the greatest hitter of the previous yeah. generation. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. But uh, he, uh, I don't. I, I think it's weird that he just went right down the road. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you think St. Louis would, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about any, all that stuff. That stuff's out of my jurisdiction, but he seems, seems like he could still swing it. I mean, he ain't Albert Pujols that, you know, but. Well, we thought he would go to the White Sox because of La Russa and, you know, the American league at La Russa was a natural because he was his manager so long in St. Louis. Um, so when Larusa said, "No, nah, I mean I'd love to have, him, but we just don't have. It, it's not a good fit." I thought, "Well, nobody's going to take him." We were all shocked at the Dodgers of all teams with all the guys they've got. But shit, if you're Albert, you didn't even have to move, man. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> that's thinking too. That that could have been. I mean, at that point in his career, right? That could be definitely yeah. part of the. Uh, He's got a real good relationship with Placido Polanco too, as a special assistant for the Dodgers. They played together and all that. But yeah, take a helicopter from where you're living down in Orange County and <laughs> nothing changes. <laughs> not a bad not a bad landing spot though, huh? Playing for the Dodgers, Dodger Stadium after being in I mean, a team that's like if you're playing at the end of your career, just yeah, you know, want to win some ball games, it's not a bad not, not a bad spot to be at all. <laughs> yeah, if all right. you're not going to get the playing time you want, you might as well Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You got to ride the pine and hit once every two or three games. That's a good place to do it. Yeah. Eric, let's hear from today's sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So, Luke, we've talked about this now ad nauseum, but since there's been two more no-hitters literally since we did our last podcast, <laughs> what uh, six no-hitters now, seven if you include Mad Bums, which I think, I mean, we personally, we, we both said we I'm think it's I'm a pitcher, I include it, you know, right? Scott, yeah, why yeah. not? I mean, it's a full game, and he pitched all the, all the innings. <laughs> and did sure. a lot of hits. Only, the only two things excluded, right? You can do yeah. everything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what is your theory? Uh, Eric has done a lot of research on this about the balls and all that. And, and our guy, what, you know, he has his theories about the seams and all that as a pitcher, an active pitcher who's using those balls. Is there any difference to it that you've noticed in the way the ball's carrying or anything? I mean, it's funny. Like we talk about it, like, as in, I mean, I don't like throwing the ball, like 
you know, I don't see any, like some people say like that the ball's moving a lot more and hitters are saying it's moving. But I mean, I saw, I saw, I actually read a, like a small little article on it about someone said that this year, the only like 2010 to 2015 league wide ERA way better than right now, way better. And then, so it's not like that the ERAs are super good. Like the runs are still being scored, whether right. that's via the homer right. or just, you know, damage done or RBIs. Yeah. So there's no, there's no benefit right now via like ERA. Only but, thing that you know, strikeouts, strikeouts are up, like yep. are not up, but they're the same as, you know, that trend they were going. Right. And hits are so, down. Batting exactly. averages are down. Exactly, but not scoring. You're right, but not scoring. But tons of home runs. But a lot of yeah, a lot of it's come down to the way the game's played now. You score runs via hitting home runs. Yeah, and nobody tries to choke and choke and poke and get the other way. And you know, it's like I feel like just the way the game's being played is the reason that there's more no hitters. I don't think it has much to do with. I agree. You know, yeah, it's just not the ball. that's that's what they want. That's what they pay people for nowadays is to hit homers. And it's that's what they're getting. You know what I mean? And so I think that's what comes to the territory. Do I think there's going to be? So I have maybe a little me and some of the guys in the bullpen. I had a little friendly bet with two of them. I said there won't there. We won't break the record this year. Oh, man. That because they got to yeah, change the ball. I know. I know. And it's, you and get it's, some good odds I, on that. I know. And there's the, the thing is, is I think the odds are still in my favor. Yeah, it's freakish that there's been six, but they're gonna change the balls. You think? Not change the balls. I just think like they go even out. I think still that the plays that have to be made and everything in a game, it's still kind of bonkers that there will be that many. You know what I was thinking though is another thing that I hadn't really thought about to the last few few times I watched one is the guys in the field now are way more athletic. There's no left fielder that right. that can't move. That you know, like everybody's more athletic. They're positioned them well, and the shifts just, obviously. Uh, yeah, shifts positioning is definitely huge. Even though you feel like you get screwed by the shift daily, um, as a pitcher, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. once a day you get screwed. I mean, you like ground ball to shortstop for a double. <laughs> exactly, dude. Mind blowing, but. Man, I- huh. We were talking about how many times because it seems like at least twice a game. Dansby gets a there's a line drive hit up the middle that in every other year before the last few years that's a that's a clean hit and Dansby is right there on the position right there on the bag yeah <laughs> yeah I that's mean, what I yeah, mean there, though you there's know there's also like that those... there's also last night you have a ball like right where the shortstops played for 180 yep. years and it's yep. a base hit and that's yeah. the one that digs deep in your soul. As a pitcher, oh, that's yeah. the worst feeling ever. You get a <laughs> oh, ground ball worst. to shortstop. Yeah you, you, yeah, you see two guys running post routes into left center to go get it. You're like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, like ground you, ball. Don't feel, you, don't, you don't feel bad when you give up that seed up the middle that you're like, oh, well, base hit, and you turn around and you're like, oh, nice. That's, yeah. that's sick. But you get that's mad when it goes, goes to where the guys played your whole career, and the next thing you know, he's not there. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw last night. I think – we had a yeah. guy standing in like left field. That's the first time I've seen that from us. Yeah. I mean, right field. Like we had Riley playing right field. Right, right. Dansby playing shortstop. That was kind of interesting. What do the hitters say when people tell them just to go the other way? I mean, right. That's like, I think <laughs> yeah, you're hoping for the guy to think about going the other way and not yeah. think about yeah. hitting the ball hard. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> like, I guess easy. the reason you do it. 
People think it's easy and guys are just stupid for not doing it. Like they could do it. They're just too stupid to do it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> come yeah. That, that's come a on, weird man. Thing to think like it. They want to make it out. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that weird. You're not really sure. As, as a pitcher, do you think their hitters are doing you a favor by uh, not like being uh choke and poke like they used to? Cause it seems like they are to me. I mean, as, I hated as a, those guys. Yeah. Pesky I, guys. Like what I said, I was, we had a bullpen meeting the other day and it's like, if you're going to get beat by the pirates, it's going to be by one run. Like it's going to be not by one run. It's going to be by singles. You're going to get singled to death. They're not like your typical team you face nowadays right. where right. they're those trying the hardest to teams to pitch to. Exactly. And those the worst teams. It's like spring training. You don't want to fight face the singles team. Yeah. Jacob gave a comes in last night and gives up three exactly. straight singles. And a to bunch start of really inning. good pitches. And yep. he gets singled to death. Yeah. That was happening to you last year. Dog, dog, dude. Don't talk about it. <laughs> um, Luke, I couldn't help but uh, they're showing Panda now giving everybody a hug after a big hit or, or after a home run. Does he gonna is he gonna give those to uh, to a reliever coming in after a big inning? Give it, or is that just for hitters? I mean, whatever gets us a win. Honestly, I'll do anything. <laughs> you know? That's a big man. I mean, he can Eric squeeze the that. breath you out do of whatever, you. Whatever, whatever can get, get you the W you're in. Yeah. That's, how how big has that guy been in the clubhouse, man? Especially last year when you added him late. And, uh, and it seems like he just immediately was able to ingratiate himself with everybody with his personality that he has. Yeah, yeah. He's a fun-loving, has a good time. Definitely a great guy to have in your clubhouse all around. A guy that somehow has that that great personality, uh, fun a fun dude and all that, but he seems like he's really serious about his preparation and facing hitters and all that. Really professional at bats. He's just, dude. I mean, game on the line. That's where he shines, right? Your World Series MVP for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, three, like three the, the crowd, runs, the crowd on their feet is what may, I think really gets his blood going. Mm-hmm. Man, he's consistent at bats in those situations. Hey, is he that have been a different from for you having fans this year? Well, that's the, my whole. Everyone always asks me like, "What's what's what, what changes?" And it's just fans. That's it, man. I'm not. I'm a guy who pitches off adrenaline, and I've always been. I've always kind of been that guy. If I get in a bullpen and I hit, you know, 86 miles an hour, it's a pretty good day. Yeah, takes, Isn't that you know, crazy? It takes takes my it takes my heart going and a little blood in my neck, and I don't know. Yeah, it's just I've always been that way. You know, I can't. I could ever make a team like if I'm at a ride of baseball and I got to make a team throwing a bullpen, I might as well just <laughs> that's you right. know. Yeah, that's, that's the weirdest that's thing. It. That's gone. I used to never look when I was because a lot of guys will peek after their warm up pitches. They'll they'll check the gun after their last yeah. one. Oh, I'd I do never look. I'm good. Yeah, and then you get the hitter steps in the box and you get five miles an hour. So weird. Yeah, it's wild. My coming down pitch last night, last night before I went to the game was 87. And I said, all right, I'm good. That's it. That's what I need. <laughs> That's interesting, man. I was wondering how much it does affect you. Uh, you know, some like guys mass, like I, if there's another pandemic, I will be opting out. I said here first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so spring training then doesn't do it for you, obviously. In spring training, the fan, like fans in there, like I'm fine. But uh-huh. in spring training, I, th- I I'm like a crafty righty. I throw enough off speed at spring training. People are only trying to hit fastballs. I do pretty good there. Ah, I got you. Yeah, but like it's not like I have no velo or anything. I'm still throwing slow. You know, it's nothing like not really torquing. Can't really get like even like throwing bullpens like before I go into the game. 
a lot of times, like, like we had new bullpen coaches together, they're always like, are you going to get on it? I'm like, I'm getting on it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is like, I ain't got anything else. Like, that's that's my best bolt, man. You're freaking, you're freaking me out. <laughs> Dude, I tried to do one of those showcases one time, and I felt electric. And I had probably 20, 25 scouts there, but no adrenaline. You know, it's like late January. And I thought I was throwing like 95. Same same concept, dude. I sat 85 for a whole showcase. It's like I didn't get one call after that thing. It was just crickets for like two weeks. He's done. <laughs> like, no, you don't understand. I always do this. That's all I got without a hitter in there. I touched um, 87. I like and I, I threw it as hard as I could. <laughs> Game started in spring training like two weeks later and I was 90-91. Something about it. Luke, you got a 162 ERA, 19 appearances this season. 16 strikeouts, eight walks, 16 two thirds innings, only 12 hits allowed. Other than Chris Martin, who's got only got six appearances, one five ninety ERA. Next best area on the team is Tyler. Tyler's 2.84. There are no other current Braves relievers with ERAs as low as four. So I had two questions. What's been the biggest difference for you from last season? You just said, you really think it is the crowd? Has that been the 100%. Not really think it is 100%. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not like a gimmick. It's dead serious. And do you think that's kind of evened out some of those balls that were getting through? I remember a couple of years ago, you had, 19 was the year I was yeah. really struggling with, like, yeah, with you all like that the stuff. You were the unluckiest like, pitcher in baseball that I year, should, yeah, that's just, that's just, you get enough ground balls, you know? It's baseball. Uh-huh. Hit the ball in the screws four nights and get four outs or, you know, four C&I singles. Right, right. Yeah, you break three well, you bats and give night, up right? a run. Everybody hates exactly. you. You come yeah. in and give up three lasers exactly. to the like, morning track and you're last a Last night I gave up a fly ball to Tomas Nito that was 64 off the bat, you know? Next inning, Freddie Freeman hit a ball 112 in the right center field gap. The ball was caught for an out. And wow. Everyone was high-fiving him. Literally I just threw a, a, threw a slider inside. The guy flies out to, uh, you know, it's just one of those. It's baseball. It's hard. It's hard to. It's why people can't sleep that night. It's why you got gray hair. So uh, two questions in about the pen. What's. Uh, or, or the other question about it is Shane Green. Does his imminent arrival, is that does that bode well for you guys? And how big was it getting Chris Martin back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone loves Shane. Shane's a fantastic guy in the clubhouse, fantastic pitcher. So we'll be excited to have him. And I think that's kind of a known thing that, you know, he, he he bodes well with us. And then having C-Mart, you know, that's always, you know, guys, guys, uh, I don't know. He, he can do, he can, you know, he can do it all when he's healthy. The guys, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's just health is the only question with him when he's that's healthy. That's the hardest part. Yeah, agreed. The big rig, huh? Big rig, <laughs> superstar, <laughs> superstar. Are he big time? You what talk you to him. He's like the last guy in the world that would be nicknamed superstar. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just he moves at about one mile an hour he at does. all points. <laughs> Who's your catch partner? Who do you throw with? William Wreckett Ralph. Smith. Oh yeah. Um, you think it's harder for guys? There's a reason we don't see many six, 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 seven pitchers or players. Do you think it's harder for them to get everything, all those levers and everything in sync, and to stay healthy as well? 
Uh, I think it's got to be. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. A, I think I took Tyler Glass now quite a bit, and he's a tall guy. Took him quite a yeah. bit to find it. I think a lot of the there aren't many, and there's not many of them either. So that mm. that's got to be some type of some something. You know, it's like you think about it though. If you're athletic and six foot six, six foot seven, you know, it's going to be hard to get the kid to play baseball. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you're losing. Oh, too. Like I wonder Johnson if LeBron James grew up playing baseball, would he be throwing up there? Yeah, you never know. I mean, with a short arm action now, maybe it's better for them. Like short arm action is kind of in right now for pitchers. That's got to help taller guys. Hmm. It took Randy Johnson. People don't realize they just look at his numbers. You know, his career numbers are astronomical, but it took him a long time to become a great pitcher. There was a lot of years there. Throwing strikes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah multiple years where he had yeah. 200 innings, 200 walks. Tons Ooh. of walks. Imagine facing that guy as a hitter when he was walking that man. I saw a clip yesterday on Twitter. It was Randy Johnson. He was 40 years old through a no-hitter, and the last pitch he threw at 40 to end the game. 117th pitch was 98 miles an hour. Yep, yep. Was that the perfect game against the Braves? I think it was. That's why I think I saw it. Yeah, I I covered that one. I covered that one. You covered that. How was the last out? Uh, 41, maybe? 41. 98 mile an hour last pitch, 117th pitch. Yeah. Freak, man. I saw him pitching he was with the Giants, and it looked like he was throwing batting practice. Like that that effort level. We looked up at the gun, it was still 95. Yeah. I think that was his last year. It looked so easy from the side. Yeah. That, that's a, yeah, it never looked like he was he didn't like uh he didn't do any of that max effort looking stuff because it was so long. And then we release it and it was it's levers. You know? He's right on top of you too. Um, can't even imagine being a left-handed batter facing that dude. Freddie hit him. <laughs> Freddie stays in on that slider. Yeah, be, yeah. Wake up and hit. Uh, how's Soroka holding up, Luke? You're friends with him. Yeah. How's he? How's he doing, man? Uh, he's doing good. He's you know he's, I guess you know when you're a guy like him who's competitor at all aspects and you know wants mm-hmm. to be out here more than anyone and then get setback after setback kind of can wear on your mentally a little bit, but he's pretty, he's pretty, you know, he's a strong kid. He's going to be all right. I think it's, I think it was like, you know, a race to get back in here to help the team win. And then he kind of had some setbacks. Now it's a, let me just get right and make sure I can, you know, be the exact same pitcher I was before. Yeah. So, so hard, it's so hard uh, to yeah. be patient when you've been sitting out as long as he has already. 100%. Well, that's good that he's got that mentality now, though. Let's let's just do this right. And yeah, exactly. How long it takes. Well, he's got a lot going for him, obviously. He's tremendously talented. He's super smart, and he works his ass off. Exactly. Exactly. He's yeah, a hell of a guitar player, too. Yeah, man. I've seen clips of him. Wow. That is – I was shocked when I first time I saw him playing guitar. Yeah. Self-taught, right? Self-taught. Have you seen him, Eric? Have you seen him play guitar? No, but play. I'm always shocked when guys have any talent other than baseball because I have to put <laughs> everything into baseball just to stay in the league. Some guys are just like that. Yeah, can do anything. Good for your just brain now to have another hobby. Some guys will just be so focused. That's what I did. I was just so focused on baseball. I could have used golf or guitar or any other outlet, you know. Uh, he's a good golfer too, right, Eric? Or Luke? Isn't Soroka a good golfer? Eh, he say he is. He's not. Are you good? I'm terrible at golf. 
<laughs> exactly. I don't think there's one person to say that. I'll tell you right yeah. now, I'm pretty much being the PGA championship today. If you let me what do you shoot? What's a, what's a good round for you? I mean, you know, I think every single person who listens to this is going to say that's an absolute lie. But, you know, I'm probably like, uh, <laughs> I could shoot a 120 and I could mix in an 80 in there every now and again. I'd probably say I'm high 80s, low 90s. I'd probably put that's it, good. Honest, that's, that's, you don't embarrass yourself. Out exactly. There, there you go. I'm not an embarrassment. Anyway. I go out there and people are just like, dude, you were an athlete. This is embarrassing. <laughs> what are you You're doing? Charles you, Barkley out there? I'm worse. I'm, I'm, How? The, How do you not have like... I never played. I never played till last year. If the ball goes in the air, I'm thrilled. And everybody that hits a, <laughs> really? like a badass drive down the fairway, I think they're Tiger Woods. I go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> no spring trainings all the years you played. No. Well, I had a bad back, so I didn't really want to push it. But, gotcha. man, we'd be going to places and guys would be playing like Torrey Pines, Pebble Beach, and yeah. doing all this cool stuff. And I didn't play golf, so I didn't understand why it was so cool. Now I look back like, what a loser. <laughs> I could have done so much more cool stuff while we were traveling around. And I was in the room eating a healthy breakfast, you know, just being a dork. <laughs> Luke, how, it's not. I know it's not like it used to be as far as the Braves. It used to be golf central. But how many guys yeah. still play? Do they get a chance to play much at spring? I, the pandemic kind of fucked that up, I guess. Actually, but. yeah, it's spring training. Yeah, we, we actually got out there quite a bit because, you, you know, did. they uh, – that was like one of the activities on the list they gave us in spring we could do. Oh, so yeah, it turned outdoors. it turned into like, you know, team we had like team wide outings going out, which was a blast. You know, we'd have like That's five fun. forts on just play uh-huh. good time, you know. Having some good. waters out in the course and everyone just enjoying the time and then uh have some waters, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then 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 uh in season, bullpen guys, it like he's saying, it is hard to play as a bullpen yeah. guy, you know, because you're up the next day and you don't yeah. want to be like out there leaning over and be like, oh, my back's a little tight or something from playing, yeah, you know, 18 and walking. And a lot of these nice, nice courses, you got to walk to. So yeah. it's like, that's a long day in general. Smoltzy had to really change the whole thing. That I think that was the hardest part for him going to closing. Was yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. As a starter, as a starter, you got a lot more leeway. Right. He organized the outings and everything to the best yeah. courses in the, in the country. <laughs> that was yeah, the craziest I mean, I think thing, man. So some of the guys get out there and played somewhere. We were in D.C. They played uh, Congressional, I think, some of the guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, who's the best know, golfer on the team now? Oof. Or who's some of the good ones? Uh, I actually had the pleasure to play with Jeff Mathis. He's, uh, he's fantastic. Oh, I bet, yeah. I, and I will never say this like to his face ever, and I, he, he might never hear this, and I hope he doesn't, but probably in her bullpen, I'd probably say AJ. Oh, AJ's really? the best, huh? He plays, he plays old man golf, though, and it's a pain. To, <laughs> like, he hits the ball 250 down the fairway <laughs> and a little like pu- like punches it up to the green and ah, dude it's that's the polar opposite of how he pitches exactly i'd expect him it, to just be wailing so, on it. it's so just like you give him shit watching him play it just like weighs you down you're like stop doing this and then, you know <laughs> that's how the that's how tyler shot clifford was lays like, up everywhere <laughs> oh god and then he beats you and you, you're sitting there like i just lost to this yeah do you drop bombs What's your yeah, drive? if it lands in the fairway, I, I can I can get into it. I, I have like a very unorthodox type uh, approach to golfing. I hold it like a baseball bat. I don't ten finger grip like you're supposed to. And if I get a hold of one, it goes. But there's a good chance, like you know, if you you live on a golf course, you never knew a ball could land there. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, you know, without I mean? yeah. the fairway part, like it doesn't land on the fairway. <laughs> 
I hit it probably 300, like exactly. the line is 300 yards long, but it goes about 235 because it's at a, it's at a 45 degree angle. It's got a banana angle. route. Yeah, it's, got <laughs> yeah. a, it's got a boomerang attached to it. It's kind of like baseball, though. You know, every little adjustment, every little tiny thing you do, you know, it, it just gets amplified and shows up out there. Yeah, you put a little, jet, a little chapstick on the driver head, fixes that up real quick. I didn't know that move. I'm trying yeah, that try today. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. Oh, you're playing today. Yeah, a little chapstick on the driver head. Try that out. And Eric, you got some great courses out there. Well, I don't know about Walla Walla, but you did in uh, Seattle, certainly. Yeah, but there. See, for me, but it's rain it's, is a lot. It's way harder the Seattle courses because there's all these trees and woods and everything. Yeah, I'd yeah, go play Chambers Bay, and I'd play better than the easy course because I could just go find my ball. Like, as long as there's no trees to lose it in, I'll just walk and go get it. I don't care if I shanked it. I'd, I'd shoot better there. <laughs> yeah. I used to play, when I was a kid, the time I played was like junior high and high school. We played like a muni course in Kansas. And you and I'm like you. If I, I wanted to get in the air, I was happy. But it was so it was such a shitty course that you could hit it on the ground. If you hit it hard, it would still roll like 200 yeah, yards. So that's my style <laughs> rock and dirt, you know, <laughs> but if I had to play like Augusta, I see the tree line fairways. I'm like, Holy shit. I could never play. I'd hit every, I'd hit a tree every time. Every time, you know, BMAC's pretty good. BMAC's <laughs> like, play, like he's, oh, he's yeah. pretty much scratch at this point. I bet he lives on a course, right? Yeah. Playing every day. Yeah. I'd love to play golf with him though and just heckle him and watch him get pissed. I'd uh, love to see him have a bad he would, round. He would be hilarious though. <laughs> All 18 holes. <laughs> yeah. I have a good time. That's for sure. Uh, speaking of BMAC, he's the last the rookie catcher. I was looking up because I remember when BMAC came up and how well he hit in his first full season. It was crazy. He won a silver slugger award. And I looked at like his whatever his nine hundred OPS eight fifty whatever it was, and he hit better in the majors than he ever hit in the minors. And there are a few guys like that. Frenchy came up, he hit better in the majors initially, at least, than he ever did in the minors. Um, you got a catcher now that's doing that, at least OPS wise and power wise. Uh, Contreras is hitting better than he did in the minors. Not quite the same average, but. I know he's still learning, and obviously, and, and the whole thing with one knee. We've talked about this. Uh, that's got to be hard for a young catcher to learn that and learn how to handle pitchers and learn how to hit in the big leagues. But what have you been your thoughts on, uh, uh, on watching him and throwing to him so far, Luke on Contreras and watching him hit. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got thunder in that stick for sure. And he's mm -hmm. working his butt off man back there to, to, you know, to like kind of hone in the staff and be the guy because uh -huh. sometimes you get thrust into uh, spots like that, you know, and it's tough. That's hard. He's got, you know, I mean, it helps when your brother's an all-star catcher as well. Right. Sure. Uh, it's got to right. factor right. in a little bit. And, uh, it's got a cannon, good arm. You got Sal working with him every day. He's got all the right tools and yeah, it's going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be one of those seasons where, not going to be long in a bad way, but it's going to be long because he's going to be grinding on and off the field. You know, he's got to be, yeah. It's, yeah, it's one of those, you know, so see how he does like preparing every day and day in and day out. And he's got so much information thrust upon him and, Oh yeah. Jesus. You know, he's working his butt off. And if, if you care and you put the time in, I think he's going to be great. Well, that's, yeah, that's what it's good to hear is that he does. He works, he's working hard, trying to get better. As long as he's yeah. trying to get better, man. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and got, it's not, uh, these guys haven't learned that one knee catching until they get in the big leagues. You know, the last couple of years is, is real, that's come around. So that's gotta be tough 
doing learning that on top of all this information that he's just being bombarded yeah, with think, every I think day. I think part of that, the the hard part, I guess, the one the I, I mean, we have Matha sits down with us in the bullpen and talks a lot. And he was mm-hmm. he's telling us like, I mean. Catching down on one knee is the problem. Is like having to choose when to blo- how to block a ball, right? To, like, right. You know what I mean? Like all like the intangibles right. that come with that. And mm. I'm no catcher by any means, but switching the way you've been sitting your whole career has got to be a little weird. Yeah, everybody's yeah. doing it though. Exactly. You know, I can't believe they do it when there's a runner on third base or there's a runner on second and, and the game's close. I mean, it seems like you would do that in situations and other situations. It would seem like blocking a ball would be priority. Uh, most important, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I guess blocking a ball that's close to you is pretty easy when you're on one knee, but if you mm-hmm. throw that yank slider and the other's battery uh-huh. box, you don't have the... Can't get to it. Yeah, you right. don't get the springs to jump over there. You got to, I don't know what you got. You got to try to pick it. And we're seeing that a lot, too. We've seen a couple of games end on those, you know? Uh-huh, yeah, I mean, all around the league, too. You know, it's like, yep. that's like a known thing right now. But he's got an arm, doesn't he? He can throw. He's got a cannon. Yeah. A cannon. Really athletic for a catcher. I mean, for any position, but he seems really athletic. Put together. That oppo power that he's shown is pretty impressive. Yeah, he's got power all sides of the field. That's that's uh, that's no no questions there. Yeah, looking at BMAC, his first full season in the big leagues was 06. Oh, the other similarities that I was that I noticed b- between them was how few games each of them had played above A ball when they got to the big leagues. BMAC had only played forty eight games above A ball, and, and forty eight, and Contreras sixty because there was no season last year. Yeah. so it's a little different. He spent the year at the uh, alternate site and all that. But yeah, he'd only played sixty, and he came up last year and played those. Started the year with you guys when uh, those guys were sick in that first road trip. And uh, but BMAC, yeah, I'm pretty amazing, man. People, a lot of people don't realize how great BMAC was. I mean, great in those first years in the big leagues, man. I mean, he's oh, won yeah, a Silver Slugger Award every year. Yeah, he really. Raked. Was he known as a defensive or a hitter when he came out? Oh, he I'm raked. Like, he raked. Did he catch? Yeah. yeah, no, he 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 didn't have the the cannon you see a lot of guys come up with right. but he had that knack for you know he's a quarterback man like he yeah, he sees okay. angles and he sees yeah. all these things and i think that's part of that's just something you're blessed with like i don't think I some guys just don't have that ability to read things and analyze things the way other guys can and you know yeah. i mean that was just something he was born with but throwing to him was like i don't think i shook once my first 5 years with the Braves he just you yeah. know he he yeah. just saw things you didn't see so he comes up in 05 with the baby Braves midseason with that group with Frenchie and all those Kelly Johnson, all those guys. We had like 15 that year. Um, and catches the rest of that year, hits a home run off Roger Clemens in his first postseason game um, at, at Houston. But his first full season the next year, 06, get this what BMAC did that year. He hit 333 with 24 bombs, 961 OPS. Jesus. And it's a big ass <laughs> park. Turner Field, right center. Probably yeah. took away five or ten home runs a year from him. As like a 22-year-old 20, catcher. Yeah. Dude was phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. And he had like – he won he, – he made the all-star team like what, first five years, first mm-hmm. five full seasons? Nobody – Hank Aaron never didn't do that. Yeah, he's yeah. a stud. It's hard, man. You get old and everybody just – it's just like yeah. Pujols, you know? 
that's the impression you leave on people. That's exactly. probably the hardest thing to swallow as an athlete. It's like you got all these new teammates and people watching you play, and you're like, Shit, this isn't who I am. You know, you right. wanted to show them your best, and it's, um, it just goes. And and then you got the Houston thing hanging over, you know, yep. over yep. his and everybody else's head. And, and and he's like, he probably feels like, Jesus, man, I had such a good career and all this. And now, our, now all people want to talk about is the Houston thing. Doesn't yeah. take much. Yeah. But there was a reason he got the contract that he got from the Yankees when the Braves should have kept him. But <laughs> that was just so, so, so weird when he ended up back in Houston with Gaddis. Yeah. Very cool. And they looked identical that year in Houston, too, with the beards. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's take a quick break, and then we'll finish up the show. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, so Luke, can they, uh, can the pen, there's barely a quarter of the way into the season. Is there plenty of time for the pen to get this thing straightened out, you think? 100%. I mean, we, you know, we've had uh... – I think it's amplified a little bit, you know, we yeah, got a lot yeah. of close games going on right now and just day yeah. in and day out, you know, I think just and, and, like, like anything. Yeah. It's early. I think the hit, like, you know, like you can't sit, like sit here and tell us we have a bad lineup. I think we were one of the best lineups in baseball. Right, They're right. squaring the ball up and it's eventually they'll start finding holes. And, uh, uh, I just, you know, law of averages, it's going to work out where we got unbelievable arms down there. Unbelievable guys. Great yeah. group. Yeah. That's you what know. we keep talking about, man. You guys are a game or two back whenever we have these things. And it's like, this team's only playing at like 60% right like now. The, what? They like they're not even locked in yet. And they're still, they're still right there. Still just three and a half out in fourth yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you can make up three and a half games in, in a week. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Also <laughs> here first. Nobody even remembers, man. You go back to May of any season, nobody knows where you were at. You know, I mean, people, it's like, you'll forget it by mid-June or late July, you get hot and all of a sudden it's like, 
Yeah. I can't even remember what was happening in, in early May, mid May. hundred percent. I mean, Eric's seen it so many years. It's just kind of like the bullpen is one of those things that, you know, sometimes you have a couple a bad month and it, everyone's yeah. ERA looks terrible and yeah. you string together one or one or two, uh, three good weeks. And next thing you know, everyone's back on track and everyone's got confidence in each other. And it's just, it's a, it's a easy, it's an easy fix. Yeah. If you had that April in July and nobody after having notices. a good April, yeah, nobody would even notice after having a good April and May and had a bad, yeah. And you lose Chris Martin the first weekend of the year. I mean, he's one mm-hmm. of your main yeah. guys. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree. And you bring, now you got, you got Shane Green back. That helps. Should have signed him earlier, but that helps. And, uh, yeah, I, t- I think as long as they, as long as you can keep Martin healthy and, uh, and, and Green, once he gets back in there, stays healthy. I don't see any reason why they can't get this thing turned around, but you're right. The, the bullpen takes so much heat, obviously, because when a game gets lost in the late innings, everybody just points to the bullpen, but <laughs> the no, offense has been a shell of what it was last year. I mean, that you can't win games scoring one or two runs every exactly. night. Exactly. And, and, but they're like, the thing is, is they're hit, like, we have like the what, fourth highest, like, like hard hit percent. Like they're hitting the ball yes, hard, you know? Exactly. So it's like, yeah. Exactly. Can't sit there and say that our offense is bad when they're squaring the ball up. We're just getting baseball right now, you know? And yeah. I'm part of it. You know, that's, a, that's hard, dude. That, that's the hardest thing to translate, you know, when you're trying 100%. to explain it to is like, you have to be able to analyze your results outside of results. You know, like you got to analyze yep. your performance, especially as a pitcher. You can come in and break three bats and everybody hates you. hundred you know, percent. That's the hardest thing about baseball is that the, the results don't always match how you performed. Yes. Yeah. They rarely do. You had a team that for Stupid over game. three years led the majors in those wins, those comeback wins and those wins after, you know, after the eighth inning. And right now you got the worst in the majors, one and nine record in those games tied after eight. You know, that's just kind of evening out, but that's not going to stay like that. No, hundred percent. You know, that's not going to stay like that. So if you can weather this and only be three and a half back with everything that's gone wrong, that's pretty damn good. Cause you could have easily been yeah. 10 back if, yeah. if somebody had gotten really hot, you know, in the division. I mean, listen, Freddie hits 300. Yeah. You know, and, and that's going to happen. So now you factor in now all the hits he's going to get because it's just, you know, yeah. there's death yeah. taxes and Freddie hits 300. So, <laughs> you know, it's got, it's got, it's got to be there and he's going to get the hits when we need them. And, you know, and Azuna's going to start hitting homers and they're, you know, it's just like nobody's fretting, nobody's worried. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I mean, people only have to look back one year to last year. You just fast. You you only got to the one fourth of the season a couple of days ago. Last year was a 60 game season. So one fourth of the season, Freddie at 15 games was ready to, to opt out. He was doing so poorly. I mean, he was terrible in the first 15 games last year and he won MVP. Exactly. <laughs> His last three quarters were amazing. Well, we're just at the quarter mark right now, so and he's healthy this year. He's not coming off a of sickness. So yeah, I'm with you. Freddie, there's no way Freddie doesn't go on a month where he hits three fifty with like uh ten homers. He'll do it. Exactly. Exactly. So and uh, and you know Ozuna's gonna hit. I mean, he ain't Freddie, but Ozuna has hit his whole career too. He's not gonna uh, keep doing this. A hundred percent. I mean, I don't think anybody's too worried, especially on our on our team, you know. You might have like people on the outside looking in, just right. like, oh, we're not the same. Well, you know, yeah. Meanwhile, same guys. It looks, 
Meanwhile, it looks to me like Austin Riley. You, you're getting a, a player Oof. who's really taking, making major progress in his career right now. He looks like a different guy to me. He looks great up there. Yeah, you, I mean, you can sit here and like say, oh, he's, he's swinging the bat well. Well, his defense is, I think, the yes. best part of his game. Yes. Totally underrated defense. He's that, guy, that guy could win a gold glove before much longer. He keeps this up. He's getting better and better over there. He's got a great arm, doesn't he? It, unbelievable. What do you and think Riley's move. throwing off the mound? You think he's got nine? I mean, wait, I think I think we're the only team that was going to take him as a position yeah. player. Everyone oh, else really? was a pitcher. So. He's a cannon. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think he was up to like 95 in high school. Like Brady Angel too. Simmons. Some teams wanted him as a pitcher too, and he told the Braves, I want to try – give me a shot at least at at uh, position at shortstop first. But he was Simmons. 98 in college. Yeah. <laughs> Juco. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Luke. Hey, man, we really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking all this stuff. It's always good to have somebody that's in there. And and congrats, man, on how things are going. I don't want to curse you or anything, but no, no worries. Appreciate you guys, man. Always, you know, Luke. It's like uh, it's like Eric said. He was going to ask you about being the only only guy that's got people that hate on you. He got a one ERA as a reliever. <laughs> Listen, it's the way. It's the life that's of the bullpen, job. man. Yeah. It's the life of the bullpen. Yeah. Well. We appreciate what you're doing, dude. It's great to watch. It's great. Appreciate to, you guys. You know, always. Thank you. All right, buddy. You guys hanging in there, and uh, this thing will turn around soon, I'm sure. You're dang right, man. I'm excited. All right. 7.55 is real, and we appreciate having Luke here, and we're out. Take care, guys.